0: Hopeful Hoosier, Episode 1. Hi, I'm Andy Dix. I'm a board-certified executive coach who lives in Indianapolis, Indiana, the heartland, in the middle of the United States of America. And I've come to realize over the past several months that we're experiencing what I think is a crisis of hope. People are beginning to despair. And and the reason that I think that is because if you look at the headlines, you see so many people are turning to to drugs and alcohol, uh, the, the opioid crisis, as well as a rising rate of isolation and ultimately even the increased rate of suicide. People need hope. And that's where we come in. The Hopeful Hoosier is a podcast designed to help people find hope. And to hear some great examples of people who maybe have faced a personal crisis or have been challenged throughout life to find out how did they figure out how to persist, how to carry on, how to find hope. So where do we begin? Let's begin with a definition. Siri, what's the definition of hope? As a noun, it means a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Do you want to hear the next one? Yes, please. This is an archaic term. As a noun, it means a feeling of trust. Do you want to hear the last one? Sure. As a verb, it means want something to happen or be the case. We want something to be the case. Some people think hope is really a wish, and that's not the case. As you can hear from the definition, thanks to Siri, hope is really an expectation. We believe something is going to happen, and so therefore we can put our hope in it. There's actually some excellent books written on the topic of hope. One book is Making Hope Happen, a workbook for turning possibilities into reality by Diane McDermott, Ph.D. and C.R. Snyder, Ph.D. In the book, under the topic of The Promise of Hopeful Thinking, they write, This book is built upon several premises, the most important of which is that the quality of hope is fundamental to a successful, productive, satisfying, and energetic life. Hope, in its simplest form, is the inner knowledge that one has the ability to set and pursue goals, as well as to solve problems all along the way. If you can begin to think in this manner, there are many benefits you'll experience. This is the promise of hopeful thinking. It helps to deliver all of the wonderful targets of our human imagination. Why just idly dream, conjuring outcomes that delight you, then let such goals fall by the wayside? By learning to think hopefully, it is as if you are purchasing a reusable ticket to help you reach those wondrous destinations that fill your mind. For the reader who seeks to become higher in hope, they go on to write, Our premise is that to learn to be hopeful, you must embark on a journey. In turn, hopeful thinking helps you travel the roads of life with more success. Dr. Snyder also wrote the seminal work on hope called The Psychology of Hope. In that book, Snyder claims that hope equals mental willpower plus way power for goals. Now, most of us understand willpower. It's our ability to sort of force ourselves to want to do something. But Snyder describes this other term called way power as the ability to think of many different paths that could lead us to our goal. So... In Snyder's thinking, where there is a will, there may in fact be a way, and that gives us hope. So as an executive coach, I work a lot with leaders, and one of the things that I try to stress with them is the findings of a long-term study that's featured in Strength Finders 2.0, Strengths-Based Leadership, by Tom Rath and Barry Conchie. One of the key leadership traits that their study has found makes a huge difference is the leader's ability to instill hope. And here's what they said, and I quote, This higher-level need poses an interesting challenge. It appears that followers want stability in the moment and hope for the future. Followers also mentioned the words direction, faith, and guidance when describing this basic need. When Gallup studied the impact that leaders have throughout an organization, the single most powerful question we asked employees was whether their company leadership made them feel enthusiastic about the future. 69% of employees who strongly agreed with this statement were engaged in their jobs, compared to a mere 1% of employees who disagreed or strongly disagreed. Based on these data, it appears that this may be one area in which higher-level leaders can have the most influence in their organization. Later, they write, When hope is absent, people lose confidence, disengage, and, not surprisingly, Often feel hopeless. And yet, the vast majority of leaders we interviewed did not spend nearly enough time deliberately creating more hope and optimism for the future. Instead, even the highest level executives reported that they spend almost all of their time reacting to the needs of the daily instead of initiating for the future. Later, they summarize While solving difficult problems is an essential part of effective leadership, identifying opportunities for the future plays a much more important role in creating hope and optimism. They close with, One of the greatest challenge for leaders is to initiate new efforts that will create substantial organizational growth. If, as a leader, you are not creating hope and helping people see the way forward, chances are no one else is either. Fortunately, here in Indiana, there's a lot of really amazing people doing a lot of amazing things that are creating hope for a brand new, bright, and exciting future here in the heartland. And that's what we want to do here at the Hopeful Hoosier. Give them the spotlight and a microphone to talk about what it takes to be hopeful in this day and age. We need it desperately. And I hope you'll share some time with each one of these amazing leaders and learn their secret to remaining hopeful against all odds because our choice is will we stay hopeful or will we fall into despair and as for me well i guess i'm just a hopeful hoosier and i'm glad you've been with us for episode one